Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Weaving Wisdom. So today I want to talk about the tending to our energetic field that occurs when we are in the process of repatterning and specifically as we start addressing our shadow frequencies and shifting our trajectory intentionally. When we pull on these shadow frequency threads, when we begin untangling our perception from the wounded idea of what's occurring, from the looping story, the looping narrative of the original wounding from the past, when we begin pulling on those threads, we notice how those threads have frayed and innervated various aspects of our experience. We tend to begin opening our awareness to all the ways that story has influenced our relational dynamics, influenced our habits, influenced our behavior patterns, influenced our thought processes. When we pull on one thread, it seems to unravel the illusion, the delusional picture that we've been living within. And it's not to say that we're all living in a delusion or we're all living in an illusion all the time. But based on my experience And through my learning and understanding, we are often projecting some facet of our wounding onto our reality. And part of this process of restoring our wholeness and liberating our autonomy, becoming more sovereign whole beings, embracing our multidimensionality and truly stepping into the creative force of our gifts. When we are in the process of doing that, we have to address and we have to see and we have to notice all the ways we've kept ourselves limited from the experience of this level of liberation. We're... None of us are immune to the human experience. We're here to be human. So this is not to say you can't have challenging moments or situations that create wounding in your experience. We're not trying to avoid what it means to be a human or avoid what it means to hurt because hurting is part of this process. But it does not need to be our baseline experience. We do not need to be functioning primarily from pain. And a lot of us have normalized our pain. We've normalized our quote-unquote conditions as our identity. We have come to know ourselves through our pained experience and through the ways we manage that pain. We've built identity with our defense mechanisms. 
We've built codependency with our wounds. We've built these relational dynamics in our psychic field with our pain. So the process of redirecting the energy is not negating that you have pain and it is not negating the experiences. It doesn't, it doesn't invalidate the wounding, but it does invite you to harness the power you have within yourself energetically and redirect it in the direction of your desired reality. You have that capacity. You have that ability. You are not destined to loop in your pain stories for the entirety of your experience. Do your pain stories influence how you function in this life? Do your pain stories inform the way in which you uniquely navigate this experience 100% yes there is wisdom in your wounds we learn deeply about our humanness in our wounding we learn about our preferences we learn about our needs we learn about the distinction that is our specific essence Your wounds aren't a problem. The issue at hand is our attachment, our commitment to looping with the wounding. And I've mentioned before, the looping can be helpful because it does allow us to be in and feel in and learn in our experience. It allows us to tune in to what we believe. The only way we can shift our understanding, our perspective, our states of being is to know what it is we believe and tune in with if that belief deeply resonates with the truth of our being, with the with the purity of our heart's knowing. The heart space is without distortion. The heart realm, it is the purest of frequency and it is the clearest energetically. There is no distortion in your heart's truth. We put a lot of, we label a lot of things as our heart, right? We talk about heartbreak. We talk about love. We talk about all these various things. And even when we speak about love, we're not speaking about love as a, a frequency field. We're speaking about it as an emotion. We're speaking about it as a feeling. And I believe that is a misconception. When we are talking about our hearts, we're talking about our tenderness, Right? When we're talking about the emotion of our heart, we're talking about the way it feels to be in love. Which, let's all be honest, when we step into love with anything, with anyone, we are stepping into a cacophony of feeling 
emotion, experience, response, reaction, <laughs> like emotion is stimulated through the love experience, but love is not the emotion. We're not going to lump everything into the love frequency. The love frequency is an expanse and it, it stimulates things. So when we speak about the heart, when I speak about the heart, I'm speaking about our, our void space, our presence point, our convergence point, the space in which there are no delusions, there are no distortions, it's pure God source energy. And when we tap into that frequency, it can support us in tuning in with clarity. Clarity about what is true for us in any given moment. Why this is important in this process is because we tend to enter an identity crisis as we renegotiate the configuration of our understanding, the configuration of our energy within our reality. When we pull on the shadow frequency threads, we tend to, we tend to activate an audit of sorts, an assessment, an inquiry with what is actually the truth for me. And when you yank on a thread that is a deep shadow wound that has frayed and innervated into various aspects of your experience and you begin tending to these pieces of you and you begin redirecting the energy out of the looping narratives and into a consciously chosen perspective a consciously chosen evolution, you will find aftershocks. (laughs) You will find little earthquakes in your understanding of yourself. You will be faced with a deep inquiry, a deep assessment of all your engagements. You will be invited to tune in Be present, be aware of the dynamics that are occurring in all that you are choosing to engage with and connect with in your reality, your relationships, your creative force, your actual body, your living environment, the way in which you sustain stability for yourself whether you have a job or you're an entrepreneur or you're a creative or whatever it is, you will begin to notice all the ways that shadow frequency crept into those dynamics. And you'll be invited to simply assess them, to feel them, to have inquiry with them, to tend to the energy underneath your reality to get clear on what's true for you, to really engage with your discernment, right? So this again goes back to that, the concept of the grounding points, being in a state of devotion 
building trust with yourself. You are willing and you are committed to truly understanding yourself in a whole way. Which means that as each of these little pieces, these nuanced aspects of you, the ways in which this shadow has innervated, when you begin to notice how you have fed that in various little ways in your reality, you're willing to see it. You're willing to engage with it. You're willing to feel it. Receptivity, building intimacy. You're, you're ready to listen. You're open to the understanding of what's occurring. You're open to hear the wisdom that's streaming through the experience. You're open to hear the needs that are being expressed. You're listening with the vulnerability, with the rupture that's occurring in your reality, and you are present to repair with it. You are building intimacy through receptivity. Your discernment, you're building safety for yourself by learning what's in alignment and what's not. A deep part of this audit process, when we repattern reality, when we begin weaving gateways and shifting trajectory, when we're meeting our thresholds, when we're meeting our shadows, when we're, when we're actualizing our vision, we have no choice but to go through all the pieces and really address our field of energy and discern with clarity what is in alignment, what is not, what is a yes, what is a no, what is a preference of mine, what do I prefer, where do I need to take better care of my field? Where am I susceptible to this shadow frequency innervating into my reality in a way that doesn't serve me? Where have I built relationship dynamics and uh, commitments in my life that are draining my vital force? really coming into curiosity with all these things. Discernment is discovery. Discernment is curiosity. Discernment is clarity, right? It's all of these ways we, we come into assessment with ourselves and we get clear within our truth, what's aligned and what's misaligned. And attunement, which leads to integrity, that's the active integration of shifting this reality, of shifting the way in which you are communing with yourself and with the world around you. Our energy, our field of energy, is designed to be a woven ecology that maintains integrity. All of the information you're receiving through your embodied experience, through your multidimensionally embodied experience, it's all feedback and knowledge. It's all signals of attunement and synchronicity. It's, it's all for you to understand 
how you are perceiving the reality, how you are responding to the reality. And it's always looking to harmonize you as a whole being and you within your environment, your embodied experience, your humanness, which includes what I've deciphered through the realms of wisdom. That's how I make sense of it. It includes your God frequency, your distortion-free source energy. It includes your light realm energy. It includes the astral dimensions, your multidimensional understanding of reality, the expanse, your mind, your thoughts, your processing. It includes your shadow realm. It includes the alchemy of your being that fire energy, it includes the creative force within you, the portals of transformation that you have access to in your realm of shadow. It includes your realm of embodiment, your body systems that are literally designed to interface with this physical realm your nervous system, your emotions, your feelings, your sensations, your instincts, your circulatory system, your digestive system, your respiratory system. All of this is giving you it's giving you these massive tools to feel this reality through, to receive the feedback, to understand on a deeper level what you're experiencing. And your realm of nature, your primal human blueprint, your birthrights as a being, your receptive state, your reciprocity, your ability to be woven in this ecology of earth, the reverence of this experience, the cycles that you move through naturally. All of these things come together to create your experience of this reality. And all of that information is there to maintain your integrity, which I would call like your emotional, your energetic, your psychic immune system. The woven expression of your energy that is always in service to you being in your wholeness, to you being in your vitality, to you being in your wellness. But you have to participate in it. You have to co-create with it. You have to learn the languages of your field. You have to understand yourself from all these streams of energy and how they converge to create your reality. And you must be conscious of the ways in which you're engaging with your reality, the commitments that you're making, the stories that you're telling, the narratives that you're living out. There's nothing wrong with telling stories. There's nothing wrong with living in a narrative that's part of this experience. But what is your narrative? What is your story? Are you allowing the subconscious shadow frequencies to run your shit? Or are you consciously choosing and engaging with your reality willingly with understanding and knowing about who you are at your core? 
Are you influenced deeply by the external? Are you influenced deeply by what other people think? Are you influenced deeply by the relationship dynamics that you have cultivated? Are you being dominated by somebody else's perception? Are you accepting other people's projections? These are the things you begin to notice as you untangle your shadows as you untangle these frequencies, the frayed edges that have innervated into your reality, you begin to come into communion with the, the real truth of how you've been functioning. And it calls you into a state of transformation. An identity crisis is simply a process of transformation. And that's what we are doing when we are repatterning our reality. It can sound exciting and fun when we're playing with weaving gateways and when we're playing with weaving an enchantment and we're crafting a vision. And there are pieces of this journey that are so juicy and exciting and playful and celebratory. And there are parts of it that feel incredibly challenging. And that needs to be accepted. We need to accept the fact that we also need to address the not-so-pretty parts, the not-so-pretty picture. We need to address our addictions. And you can be addicted to a lot of things, let me tell you. We need to address our addictions, our habits, our commitments. And we need to do what we can do within our field of energy to tend to ourselves fully. Clear your field. When you engage with these shadow frequencies, when you notice a relational dynamic that's out of alignment, when you notice a commitment in your reality that feels depleting to your vitality, tend to that on an energetic level and in this 3D reality by making a new choice. But tend to the energy of it. Tend to the sourcing of it. What's the energy that's feeding this choice? What is the belief that's feeding this choice? What's the perception that's feeding this choice? Let yourself go down that rabbit hole for a moment and get clear about how you can redirect that energy. Give yourself what you need. This is the beauty of responsibility. This is the deepest invitation, is for us to take responsibility for ourselves on a deeper level, to be responsible for our energy. That's the beauty of being a sovereign human, of being in your liberation, is that you are responsible for how you navigate You are responsible for how you proceed. You are responsible for how you respond. And again, this doesn't mean you do not have moments of challenge or moments of upset or moments that that bring you into a state of confusion or 
dependence or needing validation. All of this is totally part of the, the experience. But, but when you're in a state of responsibility, when you're in a state of your own liberation, when you are restoring your wholeness, you get to be the one making the choices about how you are navigating with a full understanding of what the outcomes may be based on the paths you're choosing. We don't want to focus too heavily on the outcomes of our experience, right? Like we don't want to only be focused on the potential product of how we navigate because the journey is the actual, it's the actual meat of the experience is how we get to where we are headed. But when we have well-worn patterns of behavior, when we have relational dynamics that are familiar things that we notice pop up in a majority of our connections, a majority of our commitments. We already know the outcomes. We have clarity about what path, what this path leads us to, right? Those repetitive behaviors are actually attempting to create a known reality because it feels like a sense of control, because it feels like a sense of familiarity, which we equate that to stability. So in this process of renegotiating with ourselves what it is we actually believe, what it is we actually desire, when we're, when we're coming back to the tune-in with our vision with the enchantment that we've woven, the states of being that we are seeking, when we are redirecting into that, we have to make choices that lead us down that path, knowing that the outcome will be more in tune with our truth as opposed to in deep service to our wounds. So this is a bit of a heavier episode. It has a different tone to it, but it's important because this experience of being human and reshaping your experience of yourself as a human, redirecting your energy, shifting your trajectory, building a life that actually nourishes you in your restored wholeness, It requires this nitty-gritty part of the process. It requires you to know yourself on a deeper level, on an energetic level. It requires you to assess your energy and the tangles that your energy is caught up in and to work with those pieces. The next aspect of the repatterning reality journey is the calibration process. The ways in which you build the foundation of the new reality through ritual and practice, through conscious choices, through your vital soul nutrients. And I'll go deeper into that next time. But I wanted to give a glimpse today into the underbelly of this process. 
Meeting the shadows can be intense, but the real intensity is untangling those shadows from all the webbing that they've created in your reality. And and really being gentle with yourself in the process. I do want to say that. Be gentle with yourself in this process. Have compassion for the behavior patterns that you have you have formed in your experience. Have compassion for yourself for how these things came about, for how you got to this configuration in the first place. We're not here to judge ourselves or punish ourselves or create consequences for ourselves based on the fact that we, we've been human and we've made choices in self-protection. But now we get to liberate ourselves from that shit. And we get to stand in the immensity of our essence, of our liberated wholeness. Restore yourself. It's your responsibility to do it. It's your responsibility to tend to your being and to know yourself deeply. To make choices that are in integrity with your divine alignment. This is my walk. This is how I navigate reality. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. I'm always evolving. I'm frequently facing the ways I've been unconsciously functioning. I've got a lot to untangle. That's why this is my journey. That's why I'm sharing this in the first place because part of my growth, part of my learning is sharing the experience, is being in communion with this navigation on a deep level. Teaching helps me grow. So thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you all next week.